The Lord be with you. Our text today comes from Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as they migrated from the east, they came upon a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and butumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the mortals had built. And the Lord said, look, they are one people, they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language there so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore it was called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the earth. The word of the Lord. Holy God, we've gathered here to encounter your word and through your spirit to commune with you at this table. So be gracious to our seeking of the grace we need for our souls. We pray it in the name of the word made flesh, Jesus Christ. Amen. Life often feels very scattered. It's scattered among the various parts of life that demand our attention. There's the demands of, of school, and, and, but also work and, and field education and exercise and self-care and relationships. I should have started with relationships. <laughs> There's paying the bills and just kind of holding life together. There's trying to discern a call and and trying to pay attention to what's going on in the world around us. And the, the complication of, of having all of this in our life is not just that these various competing aspects of life pull for our time, but they, they pull for our heart and each one our devotion, which is the problem of living a scattered life. And then there is family and Close friends who are actually not close, but are scattered away in distant places from here. Then we gather here in a seminary community with a, a student body that's made up of people who've come from the scattered parts of the world. This year our student body consists of people from 15 different countries, 45 states, and 56 different denominations, which, by the way, are not all saying the same thing. 
We are a community that tries to be intentional and, and talk about covenants with each other and, and faith and scholarship. But we are people of different theologies. And we have different races and genders and callings here. Different first languages. We were raised by different families and different communities scattered all over the earth. And the way I read Genesis, that's the way it's supposed to be. In the very first chapter of Genesis, we were told to be fruitful and to multiply and fill the earth. And then in chapter 9, after the story of the flood, the, the call again was given to go out and fill the earth. Well, you can't fill the earth without scattering around. But, but our souls have always yearned to find something that will hold our scattered lives together. So we get to the 11th chapter of Genesis, and we read about a people who migrated from the east and settled in a plain of the land of Sindar and, and said to one another, come, let us, let us take bricks and, and burn them thoroughly, and let, let us build a city with a tower in it that will reach up to the heavens. Then we will make a name for ourselves lest we be scattered across the earth. This is obviously a, an account of the origins of the city of Babylon that thousands of years ago developed a technological innovation called the brick. And with brick and mortar, they learned how to build cities and towers that reached up to the skies. And the 5th century BCE, Herodias visited Babylon and wrote about how amazed he was by their ziggurats. One of them, he said, soared 300 feet into the air. Now, that, that doesn't sound so high to us, but Herodias called it a human-made mountain that connected heaven and earth. But the Tower of Babel didn't quite make it to heaven. In fact, the text is clear that God had to come down to find it. <laughs> and God was not pleased. So God scattered them again and confused their languages so they would stay scattered. According to the Hebrews, this is where the name Babylon comes from, from babble or to confuse. But interestingly, the Babylonians had a different interpretation of their name. They thought it meant gateway to God. Now, I don't think that God was actually all that troubled by a technological invention of the brick that allowed ancients to build towers. Nor do I think God is particularly troubled by our human enterprises and breakthroughs and philosophy and economics and politics. I don't think God is up all night worried about social media. God may be the only one not worried about it, but. <laughs> but what God is very concerned about 
is any human effort to build our way up to the gateway of heaven. Any effort to find salvation on our own. In the two infinities, Pascal said, our hearts burn with a desire to find firm ground, an ultimate foundation upon which we can build a tower to the infinite. But the groundwork always breaks apart, and the earth always opens to the abyss. Salvation is not found by anything, including theology, that tries to build its way up to God. Salvation, redemption, the holding together of scattered lives is found only by the God who comes down to us. And there we find our hope. It's fascinating that the very next chapter, Genesis 12, we're introduced to the story of the calling of Abraham and Sarah, who were told to leave their settled home in Ur of the Chaldees and begin a journey of faith that took up the rest of their lives. And as we continue on through this biblical story, it's amazing how many times it comes back to the images of journey, or pilgrimage, or exile, or return, or mission, or being sent. Jesus transformed his disciples who were followers into apostles who were sent out. Out to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Keep moving. Go to every scattered end of the earth with the gospel. And so the church today is scattered all over the earth. And it's not just scattered geographically. We also have scattered languages, especially theological languages. But then you have been called to this part of your journey to come and be a part of the seminary community and to bring your, your faith and your life story with you here. But my prediction is it won't be long before you're in a precept or a class when a teacher or a student is going to say something that confuses you. And you're going to think, I don't even recognize this theological language. This is not my tongue. Right. But remember, according to Genesis 11, it was God's idea that we don't all speak the same language. So we're not trying to take away your spiritual words here. But we may challenge you to dig deeper into your vocabulary, a lot deeper. We may call you to honor other theological languages you're going to find here. We may even try to inspire you to learn some other languages. Because remember, according to Pentecost, the gospel is supposed to be spoken in many different languages that we all might be transformed. 
So we're, the, the goal here is not to take away your spiritual language. The goal here is not to ensure that we all agree. The goal is to be a community called together by the God who has come down to us, which is what the story of Jesus Christ is all about. It's why we come and gather at this table to commune with this Christ who alone can hold together our scattered lives, to commune with the church that is scattered all over the world, to commune with the saints who were scattered down through history before us, and to come into this chapel and this table as a people from east and west and north and south, 56 different denominations, people of different colors and genders with different faith languages who here find our unity in the one Lord Jesus Christ and in our common communion with him. And here we are inspired then to unity with each other because we believe that the center of this community is only Jesus Christ, the only center we need. And we believe that the center will hold. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit.